this is Prophecy Now. I'm Liberty, your host from Spirit Move Ministry. Let's just jump in and talk about times and seasons, prophecy, everything that God's doing right now, and what we need to be preparing for. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, it is Liberty here from Spirit Move Ministries. It is so awesome to be back with you after Florida. We had an amazing time in Florida. Amen. Um, It was a massive glory fest. And if you're able to go back and watch, um, or if you were watching by the webcast, it was an amazing time in the Lord. The impartation of fire was an amazing time. I'll just tell you, it was an amazing time. And uh, I'm here. We're still working on the lighting in my filming room. Um, I recently got my hair trimmed. Amen. That's a good thing. So I got some of my hair due back a little bit, not so flat. Um, and I hope that you guys are all um, just feeling so blessed for the season we're coming into. And I'm not going to get all gushy because I know all you men don't really always appreciate that. But I will say this. I'm feeling like Christmas. Who's feeling like Christmas? I'm feeling like Christmas. Um, I feel the, the the presence of the Lord so strong in all that he wants to do on the earth. And I will tell you, I am so excited to partner with him. Amen. Um, I have a word I'm going to be releasing. Um, he started speaking to me about this word yesterday. And this was a word he gave me a week or two ago. And um, as I was in worship and... I was just kneeling before him at his throne, just interceding as I usually am. Uh, He gave me this word and he gave me this vision. And, you know, I've obviously been a little busy. So in case you're wondering, yes, all of our flights got canceled. We had to drive to Florida. We were not going to cancel. No way. So we drove straight through about 22 hours. It was fun. We were fried. So uh, we had to have a delayed start. But that did not stop the work of the Lord. Amen. We had an amazing weekend, um, especially the impartation service. Uh, was just a beautiful time with the Lord. And it was amazing. I will be back in Florida um, this next week, basically, the 25th, um, I believe, through the 28th, 29th, um, for the Freedom Intercessors relaunch. And so this is all about deliverance. It, the whole thing is based around deliverance, inner healing, and then how to stay free. If you can come be a part of that event, you need to go and register. You can find the info on my Facebook page, um, Instagram page, and that is going to be happening in Intercession City. With um, That is hosted by Rise Up One United Voice Ministry. You can go there and you can register. Um, And we are so excited. I'm so excited to go back to Florida. Um, Also, we're going to be in Washington, D.C. at the National Monument. I know, you guys, I have announcements. It is what it is. I swear you will survive. Um, At the National Monument, we are going to be meeting right there in front of the pagan statue, one of the main ones. You know how thrilled I am about this? We're going to go and we're going to do a Nehemiah Prayer Summit. And... We're going to bring America back into covenant spiritually, and we're going to have an amazing time. And it's going to start about 2 p.m., and we're going to go till we're done. And it could be about four or five hours long, so be ready. 
bring a camp chair, come ready to worship and, and just spend time with the King of Kings. It's going to be amazing. Remember, when we plan this stuff, there can be resistance. So you have to be thinking that in your head. Oh, well, I'm going to go do this thing. You're going to come and pray. If God wants this to happen, then the enemy is going to come against us doing it. However, he has to do that. And if you're planning to attend, he might try to attack you with sickness or whatever else. Rebuke and bind it to the best of your ability. Stand up, press on, and come to the Nehemiah Prayer Summit in Washington, D.C., November 13th, 2 p.m. at the National Monument. Amen. We are excited. Um, also, I am very, very excited uh, to announce that I will most likely be back in Oklahoma at some point at the beginning of the year, so be watching for that. Also, we will be doing a December event in Dallas. And so this is going to be one of our first local, even though it's going to be a spirit move event. Uh, the Lord basically let me know Christmas doesn't mean we slow down because we serve the King of Kings 24-7 all year long. And so um, we will be doing a spirit move Christmas gathering. And we are so excited. We will be finding a venue um, on Dallas soil. This is what the Lord has instructed me on Dallas soil. So it will not be at Cinnamon Creek Ranch again. We're going to find another location, but on Dallas soil. So if you have some thoughts and ideas, let us know. It, remember, it has to hold a lot of people. Our last event, we had 450 chairs up and um, almost all of them were used at our last Dallas event. So um, it has to be able to hold a decent number of people, three to 500, three at, at the minimum, okay? So um, we are so excited. I will just tell you, this time with the Lord is going to be about the celebration of Him, but it's going to be much grander than that. It's not going to be a Christmas play. Don't get offended. It's not going to be a Christmas play. We are not going to come together and do a Christmas play. No, this is going to be a time of uh, the spirit of Christmas, which is the birth of Christ, the Holy Spirit, everything that's involved with that. It's going to be prophecy. It's going to be prophetic. Um, it's going to be what you would expect from me. And we are going to represent the King of Kings in the spirit of what he's doing right now. Amen. And I will most likely be releasing a new word. He hasn't given it to me yet, but I'm pretty sure that it will show up because he's faithful. And um, there is so much I'm feeling this Christmas season. And we're going to come together, you guys. We're going to worship the King of Kings. We're going to honor him, but we're also going to prophesy. Um, we're we're going to release and, and move in what he's doing now. He came to earth as a baby, amen, to save our souls. But there's another realm of what Jesus Christ is doing right now on the earth. And we're going to continue that even at Christmas time. So not instead of necessarily going backwards, we're going to go forwards. And this is what I'm called to do, and you would expect that from me. And so we're going to come together. It will involve communion and several other things that we usually always do at Christmas, but it's also going to be prophecy, a releasing in the spirit, not a Christmas play. So if you want to come and get wrecked 
and have this amazing time celebrating Christmas with Spirit Move Ministry and others that just want to come and celebrate, but also um, in the Spirit celebrate all that God's doing on the earth right now. Because that little baby ain't a baby no more. And that man that died ain't in the tomb. Amen. And there's so much that he's speaking. Okay, sorry you guys, I'm not going to go on and on. But that is going to be December 12th. Somewhere in Dallas, on Dallas soil. Spirit Move Christmas Gathering. It's going to be a huge service we're doing. And we would love to have you come. Mark your calendars, you guys. We'll try to maybe do like a 4 p.m. on December 12th. Okay. You got it? Okay. Amen. Um, anyway, there's so much going on. So I'm going to prepare to release this word. I know it's been like eight minutes, you guys. I can see the time ticking. Okay. Um, but I've missed you guys. And I know you've missed me. And I know you love to hear my announcements. Maybe sometimes you skip them. But then you don't get to know what's going on. Um, also, go to our website, spiritmoveministry.co. And subscribe to our email list. So you always get updated stuff. We send out weekly reminders. I also send out words that don't get posted on video, written words that during the middle of the week or whenever that are encouragement. Those get sent out by email and get posted on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and the community page here on YouTube. So we're watching for those things. Okay, guys, are you ready? Um, remember the word that I released about the Lion of Judah? So this is kind of like his next part two of that. Um, and I am beyond excited to release this word to you that he gave me. And there's so much that he's doing. And there's not a lot of words to fathom fully what he's doing. But we can do the best we can. Amen. And amen. So I was deep in worship. And as I was worshiping, I saw, I can already feel his presence showing up. Thank you, Lord. I love you. We honor you. King of kings. Lord of lords. But as I was worshiping, I just saw the Lion of Judah, but he was roaring. Like dramatically roaring. And I said to the Lord, I was like, you know, what are you trying to, what are you trying to tell me? And then he just showed it to me like three or four more times. And I just continued to worship at his feet. And as he was showing me, I could feel he was in, in the spirit, making his presence known to the world. It wasn't just a me and him thing. It was to the world. And I could feel it in my core like I'm feeling it right now. And he said, I am roaring over my people. I'm roaring a victory roar over my people. As I said before, the Lion of Judah is preparing to roar and the roar can feel scary, but the roar is full of victory. You guys take these key words. The roar is full of victory. I'm roaring over you, my people. The battle has been won. Keep going, my people. Many have been attacked with death, sickness, job loss, financial loss. Don't fear, my people. The Lion of Judah is roaring louder than the enemy schemes. Although you might not always see it or feel it, the roar is here. The roar has the enemy running scared. He's graveling to cause trouble. 
because he's a fallen foe. Stand, my people. Believe even when you don't see it in the physical. I'm moving and working beyond what you can imagine. The craziness will rise because the enemy is afraid and he feels, he feels the roar of the Lion of Judah and he's shaking in his boots. It feels as though he is winning, but he's not winning, he's losing. All the activity is him losing, not winning. I love that statement. And this, this statement coming up right here, this is a wrecking statement. Trust the roar, my people, and a roar, and roar a roar of victory with me. Let's roar over the enemy's final countdown to lose, to losing his grip as I am preparing to return. Roar a victory roar with me. Let's roar over the enemy's final countdown to losing his grip as I am preparing to return. Don't get caught up in his games. Roar, church, roar. Release revival as you roar. Awaken and roar, my people. Victory is in your mouth. Roar, my church, roar. As we roar a victory roar, we break through the darkness and destroy it. Amen. And I will tell you, there's been so much happening. And what happens is the enemy wants us to think that he's winning. By all the demonic attacks and the activity and, and, and people dying of COVID and, and job loss and this is going to happen. I'm, you know, I'm going to, I've lost this or, or my family's come against me. You guys, you know how many emails I've gotten from people saying my family thinks I'm nuts and they're Christians. So there's families that are being divided by following the spirit and, and, and believing the words of the prophets and actually trying to live in a biblical way of thinking there are being called crazy. And then you have the other Christians that are all in the same family that are mainstream Christians. Don't get offended. Mainstream Christians like the mainstream media and they they want to be normal and anything that's actually going to the realm of the spiritual and dipping their toes into stuff they may never understand. They want to hide from that. So then they're promoting a mainstream Christianity. Okay, you guys, I know. I can be so sassy. Here's the thing. I enjoy my job. I enjoy releasing what the Lord has to say. Here's the thing. The enemy wants to bring so much havoc. And in the midst of it, he wants us to think that it's because he's winning. But the roar that's being roared is a victory roar. It's already been done. The tomb is empty. Amen. It's already been written. And so I could feel it so deep in my spirit that the Lord needs people to know that yes, this is the enemy's final graveling. It's the final countdown. And, and I love the way he words things. Roar a victory roar with me. Let's roar over the enemy's final 
countdown to losing his grip. As I am preparing to return. And you guys, this is the real deal right here. When I wrote that statement out, I just sat on my floor in the glory. I know you can feel it. I sat there and I thought to myself, the power behind the statement, as I am preparing to return, amen? He, he is preparing to return. And the enemy has never been a winner. Yes, he will wreak havoc. But the biggest message that he has for you, his people, is he is not winning. This isn't a, a who's going to win in the end. Let's fight to the death. There is, and you know, we all watch movies, certain movies that are all about winning, you know, Braveheart, you know, there's a battle, who's going to win? You know, you want the good guy to win, who we perceive as the good guy. Here's the thing. This is not that kind of fight. This is a fight that's already been won. But we're called to participate with him because let this, let this sink in. Jesus already prophesied. He was the ultimate prophet. He prophesied that we would be here now doing this with him. We would be his hands and feet. We would be the ones releasing miracle signs and wonders on his behalf with the Holy Spirit's power. He prophesied all of this. So when people don't want to believe the prophets, you better be really careful because such a time as this, the Christians that are settled in complacency will be punished. I will punish them that are settled in complacency. Mainstream Christians. Prophets are crazy. You're all nuts. You're YouTubies. You're a YouTuber. I'm not a YouTuber. I didn't want to get on here. The Lord dragged me and like kicking and screaming. He's like, record your words. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. I can prophesy at church during the worship service. And he was like, no, I need your voice to be heard because there's people that need what you have to say. And I need you to prepare my people because I've called you to this. And so... You guys, we're not getting on here wanting to look all crazy. If someone takes my video and creates a different cover for it and posts it on theirs and it's got a crazy cover, I didn't do that. I'm not a YouTuber. I'm here to release what the Lord speaks to me to release on your behalf to prepare you to not just survive, but to thrive and be used, and to be called, and to be chosen, and to stand firm, and to have the strength you need in the seasons that we're in, because we're called to partner with him. We have already had a prophecy spoken over us. If you say, no one's, I've never had a prophecy spoken over me. Yes, you have. Jesus Christ spoke a prophecy over you. This is the prophecy Woo! I can feel the glory. 
It never gets old saying that. This is a prophecy that was spoken in Luke 10 where he sends out the 70. Luke 19, 10, 19 says, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by no means hurt you. Jesus Christ already prophesied over you. He already spoke and said, Behold, I give you authority. And I could take you through all the other verses that say, You will do greater works than me. That has been prophesied over you. I'm speaking that over you right now. It has already been prophesied over all of us that are baptized in the Holy Spirit that are serving him in that capacity, spirit-led, spirit-filled especially. If you're not, email us. Let us know you're not. Try your best to get to one of the closest events we have, or we will figure out to have someone sit and pray with you to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But you can also pray for yourself. But if you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, Jesus already prophesied over you. Greater works shall you do than what he did. You will do miracle signs and wonders. You will heal the leopards. You will raise the dead. You will cast out demons in his name. That's the prophecy over you first and foremost. Amen. Now, this verse, what one of the most powerful things about this verse is this part. I, I, I could preach weeks on just this one verse. Well, I could prophesy and preach without notes okay because that's how I usually do it um the power of the enemy nothing shall by any means hurt you and the Lord said explain to my people what that means you are going to have an authority you will have power over the enemy and what is what does that mean how, how will it that by no means hurt you Here's how it doesn't hurt you. When nothing the devil brings against you stops you from believing. When you're not double-minded and you know that you know that you know, no matter what, that you will never quit. That no matter if everybody around you drops dead tomorrow, you will never quit on Christ. So what does that mean? Nothing shall by any means hurt you. That means only what you let have power over you is going to hurt you. If we live in this world in the flesh and we're like, ah, you know, then you're going to get hurt a lot. But if you live from an eternal viewpoint, where here's the thing, go ahead, go ahead, chop my head off, kill me. I ain't doing it. I ain't taking the mark. Nope. It doesn't matter because you know what? You may be able to kill my flesh, but you cannot kill my spirit. And I'm going to go and be with Jesus for eternity. So, but the enemy can't hurt you. Yes, we can go through painful stuff. He can attack your family. 
He can come against your children. He can try to bring sickness in. He can do all this stuff to distract you and trip you up. Even almost taking your life or taking your life. But we have eternal life. So even with that, he has no power. You will never actually die. Let this sink in. You will trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. You will have authority over the enemy. You will have authority and power over the enemy. Did you know that we crush him with our peace? We destroy him with our peace. So when the enemy brings out an all-out assault against you and your family, no matter what comes with that assault, just like with Job, God allowed everything to be stripped except for his life. His children were killed. The children, he lost his children, everything. But even in the midst of that loss, what is it that Job never lost? At the end of all that hell that he was put through, he never lost his, his walk with Christ. Well, you know, he wasn't born yet, but you know what I'm saying. His walk, his relationship with God, which is Jesus in the flesh. He never lost that because the devil couldn't take it. The devil can't take it. Say that out loud. Devil, you can't take it. You have no power over me. Even if you kill me and you bring death to my door, I'll just go live with Jesus because I have eternal life. So devil, no matter what you do, you have no power. And so here's the thing that God's getting across in this message. Roar, church, because the enemy can't stop us. He may be able to bring death and destruction, but he literally has no power over the release of God in the world and us doing it, even to the point of death, because you have eternal life. He can't kill you. You don't even have nine lives. You have a forever life. Amen? And so live your life. Live your Christian walk as someone who cannot be taken out, who will never die. You may be able to, he may be able to silence your flesh. That would be the ultimate attack. But he can never steal Christ in you. Amen. And so because of that, he has no power over us. We have power over him. Because ultimately, we have eternal life. Amen. And so I hope that this really just jazzed you up and encouraged you. Roar, my people. Roar, my people, he says. Roar, church. Roar of victory, roar. Not a roar that you're roaring to scare the enemy because you think you got to protect yourself. You already have the authority. Luke 10, 19, put the verse on a sticky note and stick it everywhere in your house and remind yourself, enemy, you have no power over me. I have power over you.
You can never steal Christ from me. You can never steal my walk. You can never steal my relationship. You can never steal the Holy Spirit. He can't take none of that from you. Only we can give it away. So the Lord is saying, rise in your power, people of God. Roar with a victory roar. Roar because the enemy's losing, not winning. Roar because this is his final countdown. Amen. And then the dungeon and the fire. He's in the final countdown. His days are numbered. Our days are forever with Christ. Amen. Let's pray right now. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I praise you and I glorify you. We honor you, Lord. You are worthy. We thank you, Lord. And we say and we declare that we will roar for you. We will roar a victory roar. We will not roar out of defense or fear. We will roar because you have already won. We will roar because the tomb is empty. We will roar because the Holy Spirit is here and it cannot be taken from us. We will roar because we have the authority and no devil in hell can steal that authority. Amen. Lord, I just release a fresh anointing of a roar, Lord, over your people. Lift your hands and receive it. Man, I can feel the glory. Lord, I release a fresh roar over your people. Give them a fresh victory roar. Fill them up, Lord. Fill them up. Fill them up. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. You guys are awesome. Reminder, subscribe. Hit the little bell so you get alerts when my videos come out. At, be added to our email list. And uh, we're going to we're gonna go out of this year with a blast. Amen. Amen. Talk to you guys later.